Today with Joseph Prince. Whatever fields you are in, whatever uh, 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 position you occupy, whatever job you are in, pray for the spirit of wisdom and revelation. All of a sudden, you'll be more successful in that area because you will see the how-to. Amen. Going to schools of creative arts and all that is fine, but they can only give you the skills and the principles. But how to apply it, that's wisdom. Amen. Wisdom cometh from the Lord. Let's pray every day for ourselves, for our spouse, for our children. Amen. For our church, that God will give to each of them the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of Him. Like I said, the greatest knowledge you can have is to know the Lord. When you think about it, you are very blessed because there are so many people who have more money than you. Amen. Who, 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 um, who have more connections than you. Amen. Whose life seems to be, to be a life that you dream of on the outside. But in God's estimation, just like the prodigal son, you know, when he thought about his father's house and he was in the pig pen, he thought about the servants in the father's house. When you think about it, the father's house, a picture of God's house, amen, where God is, God's presence is. Uh, the lowest, the lowest, the lowest in, in, in that culture and age, a servant is like a lowly position. Even the lowly position who has connection with the father, who is in the father's house, is better off than a son in a pig pen. Right? When you think about it, anytime you have a connection with God, you are really rich. You are truly blessed. Amen. Open your eyes. Amen. And stop envying others. Amen. And consider yourself blessed. Hallelujah. So the spirit of wisdom and understanding uh, in the knowledge of Him. First of all, this spirit of wisdom and revelation, uh, understanding, makes you know Him. Not, not know Him with your knowledge. Not know Him by, by reading books about Him, but know Him as a revelation. You see Him on the inside. You see Him. You see His goodness. There are times I see the Lord, I see like, you know, like He's like, like the, the Word of God says, cedars of Lebanon. God gives us pictures in the Bible. I see the, His posture, his, his demeanor, His bearing, like the cedar of Lebanon, regal, composed, calm, as He walks by the Sea of Galilee. Amen. And all the sick people reach out to him. He doesn't have to wear a crown with royal regalia accompanied by all his servants, all right, to show that he's king. Amen. Nothing to do with our trappings. He walks in a, in a carpenter's clothes. Amen. And you see a king. You see someone majestic. I see that in the spirit. I've seen that for a number of years. Amen. Ever since I started praying this prayer, spirit of wisdom and revelation, I see Jesus and I see the kindness in his eyes. Yet there's a strength, there's an authority when he speaks and yet the compassion. Oh, how lovely is our Lord Jesus. Amen. So pray that prayer, the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. The eyes, now this is how it operates. The eyes of your understanding being enlightened. Now this is the new King James. Your understanding is dianoia which is used in many places for imagination, like in Luke 1, right? It's used for the imaginations of the heart, the dianoia of the heart. And actually in the ESV, it says the eyes of your hearts. The eyes of your hearts. In any case, if you look at the New King James, once you see the eyes of your understanding, it cannot be an understanding the way we understand understanding. Our idea of understanding is, is uh, more like logic. You know, left brain is more something de de uh, based on deduction, based on, on, on reason. That's our idea, our understanding of understanding. But 
the Bible understanding, notice the eyes of your understanding. That means what? It is imagination. It is the eyes of your imagination. In some places, dianoia is used for imagination, like what just now from Luke 1, where it's used for the imaginations of the heart. So the eyes of your imagination being enlightened. Many of us, our imagination has died. When we were children, our imagination was strong. And then we start saying, you know, we start saying things like, stop daydreaming. Okay? Or else the, in class, the, the duster will start flying from the teacher and hit your face, huh? And then you, you wake up from your stupor or your daydream. Stop daydreaming, we tell you. Stop daydreaming. And many a time they dream of what they'll become. They'll become a soldier. They'll become a pilot. You know, the children love to daydream. Amen? And, and listen, it is part of the gift that God has given. Amen? To us. God put it in them. But somewhere along the way, we stop, you know, that, that daydreaming, that vision. We start to uh, uh, denigrate, you know, visions and saying that all these are just fanciful imaginations, you know, and we lean more towards our reason, our logic. And as a result, we don't see things happen and we get more and more stress and we live life like, you know, uh, uh, like on a grind, amen, it's like we're on a treadmill, never arriving to what, where we want because God's language is visions and dreams. And before God does anything, He gives you a vision or He gives the pro His prophets a vision, amen. If Peter who stood up and says, this is what prophet Joel prophesied in the last days, God poured His Spirit upon all flesh, your sons and daughters will prophesy, your young men shall see visions, your old men shall dream dreams. Don't you think for one moment that this is something good that Joel prophesied, that Peter was so glad to declare that, hey folks, we are, we are really seeing this happen. Amen. Not the fullness of it, but they, they had a partial fulfillment of what Joel prophesied. We will see the fulfillment of it in these last days because the prophecy, the fullness is for the last days it mentions there. Do you think that he would say that, oh, the language of visions and dreams, your young men shall see vision, your old men dream dreams, and all the Jewish people go like, oh, okay, that's nice. It's nice to see vision. No, I think they'll be excited. Wow, is, it, is this the fulfillment of it? Is this going to happen? Amen. No more infrequent visions. No more the Word of the Lord being rare and, pre and precious in, in, in these days. We're going to see God's vision more and more. No, not just that. It'll be a regular thing. Your young men will see visions. Your old men will dream dreams. It is something great. It's something celebratory. It's something that, you know, like, like the, the prophets of old. In fact, what was confined just to the prophets. And that's why the, the Bible says like Saul, when he lost the donkeys, he says, let's go find the seer who was Samuel. They called the prophet in those days the seer. Why, why the seer? Seer means someone who sees. <laughs> someone who sees. And when you see what God wants you to see, Amen. You will see the fulfillment that God wants to bring about. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. So the way it manifests is the eyes of your heart being enlightened. The word photizo in the Greek, enlightened photizo is from the way we get the word photo. Rays of light shines into your, the eyes of your heart. Amen. And then you see it. And then you know what to do. Amen. But this particular prayer here tells us to pray in three areas, especially these are the three that I want, I know that God wants to see happen in your life this year. Amen. Number one, that you may know what is the hope of His calling. 
Many of you do not know what you were birthed for, what you were born for, what, what, why, why, why am I in this world? Is it just to be a doctor? Is it just to be a teacher? Amen. What, what, am, I, what am I called for? Amen. God has a high calling for you. Everyone has a high calling in the Lord. And when you pray for the hope of His calling, you will see how to flow with God in everything you do. Amen. Yes, you can be a doctor, but you'll be a doctor with a calling, with a purpose. Amen. You will see what God wants you to do. And I cannot make you see, friend. As many as are watching me, each one is as varied, just like your, your, your fingerprints. And God wants you to pray that prayer for yourself that you will see what others cannot see. You will see what God wants you to see because God sees it already. You'll pray and the first area, the hope of His calling for you will be fulfilled. Let's pray this year. Amen. Number two, what are the riches of the glory of His inheritance in the saints? Amen. What a rich inheritance God has. And it's all in the saints. It's not outside the saints. Saints are you and I, friend. Amen. That will also manifest. Amen. The glorious inheritance. And the third part, there's something that happened that when God raised Jesus from the dead, the Bible says God used the greatest uh, 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 strength and divine energy. And all the different words for power and strength is used there. Kratos, energia, dunamis, when God raised Christ from the dead. And now the third one is that you might know what is the exceeding greatness of His power. This is number three. Towards us who believe. According to the working of His mighty power, which He worked in Christ when He raised Him from the dead and seated Him at His right hand in heavenly places. All these things will happen to us. Praise the Lord. Amen. So pray for that. Amen. Whatever fields you are in, whatever uh, uh, position you occupy, whatever job you are in, pray for the spirit of wisdom and revelation. All of a sudden, you'll be more successful in that area because you will see the how-to. Amen. Going to schools of creative arts and all that is fine, but they can only give you the skills and the principles. But how to apply it, that's wisdom. Amen. Wisdom cometh from the Lord. Do you remember last time when God told Moses, Amen. See that thou make the tabernacle according to the pattern that I have shown you. So there's a pattern that God showed him. But then how, I mean, uh, Moses is the leader of the entire nation. How will you find time? So God says, God said this, See, I have called Bezalel. Exodus 31, The Lord spoke to Moses saying, See, I have called by name Bezalel, the son of Uri, the son of Hur, of the tribe of Judah. And all these names have meanings. Bezalel means in the shadow or the protection of God. The son of Uri, light. Amen. Uri means Ur, light, my light. The son of Hur. Hur is, is purity, whiteness, radiance of the tribe of praise, Judah, praise. And I have filled him. So God says, I've called this man Bezalel and I have filled him with the Spirit of God in wisdom. So the manifestation of the Spirit of God in his life will be in wisdom, the Spirit of wisdom and in understanding, Spirit of understanding, in knowledge and in all manner of workmanship to design artistic works, to work in gold, in silver, in bronze, in cutting jewels for setting. Maybe there's a reason why Jewish people are, many of them who, uh, you know, cut jewels and diamonds, right? Some of them are Jewish people. Maybe they are from the tribe of Bezalel. You never know. Amen. When God fills someone, the trickle effect always goes down to not just one, one child, but the uh, first level, but true descendants. Amen. As we see in Hebrews 7, in the story of Melchizedek and Abraham. So we see here, all of a sudden, when he's filled with the Spirit of God, he will know how to design artistic works. Notice that he never had a precedence. 
before him how to build the ark of the covenant, how to build the table of showbread, how to build the menorah. He has no precedence before, before him, right? He has never seen it. So he's got to receive it straight from God. But all of a sudden when the Holy Spirit fills him and especially operating as a spirit of wisdom and revelation, it's turned on, on the inside. The light bulb comes. He sees things like, I know how to do it. I see it. I know how to do it. That's going to happen to you. Whatever roles you are in, what occupation you are in, what, even parenting, amen, you find there's a difficult child, pray for the spirit of wisdom and revelation. Amen. All of a sudden, you will just know what to do with that child. Amen. You'll just know. Amen. And, and listen, if the manifestation don't come, don't be impatient. The Bible says it will come. It is for a kairos moment, the manifestation. Amen. So uh, uh, how does, does it operate? It is turned on on the inside. It's like the light turned on on the inside and you see how to do it. Amen. Amen. All of a sudden, you, the, the, the key fits in the lock and, and the door is turned and you see it. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I want you to, to do this. Amen. From now on, I, I want you to really find time if you can. All right. Maybe not this week, but next week. But do find time early in this year to take a book. When you take a book before the Lord, what it tells the Lord is that you are in a position of faith. Amen. You're expecting God. That's what I do all the time. My, all the sermons that I have, many a times, you know, just a book. I have a book standby all the time with a pen. Amen. You can use your smartphone if you want in your notes and all that. But uh, I, I like books. And that's why in my library, there are books and books of exercise books. Amen. That I have of different sizes and all that. All my revelations are all there. Things I receive from the Lord is all there because of this scripture verse that I want to give you right now from Habakkuk. And uh, what happened is that uh, Habakkuk has been complaining to God and Habakkuk says this, I'll stand my watch and set myself on the rampart. So first of all, position. You must position yourself. You must find time where you let the Lord speak to you. Listen, my friend. You cannot expect to be watching Netflix all the time and expect God to speak to you. You, you want God to speak to you in the areas of your marriage or your, your, your career or your studies or your children, your own life or in terms of your walk with God and the areas that you need to know, you need the time. You need to spend time, set aside time. You know, having all these uh, legitimate things and all that on the outside is fine. But do find time. That's what Habakkuk did. He, he uh, positioned himself. I stand upon my watch and I set myself on the rampart. So get a, get a book that you can write on. Bring it before the Lord. Say, Lord, I'm watching to see what you will say to me. And that's exactly what Habakkuk says. I'll set myself on the rampart and watch to see what he will say to me. Actually, it's a very interesting thing that he said. He said, I'll watch to see. I'll watch to see what he will say to me. Now, he could have said, I'll set myself on the rampart to know, to understand what he will say to me, to receive his word. Or, but instead of that, he said, I'll watch to see. I will watch to see what he will say to me. And that's why in many of the places where Hazon vision appears, you will find that in the beginning of Isaiah, the Hazon vision that came to Isaiah and the, the Hazon that he has, the vision that he saw. Amen. And time and time again, all the different ones in the Bible, uh, the prophets, they see the vision, the Hazon vision. They see the Hazon vision and then they has, the, they has it, they see it. That's the verb of the noun. And 
they walk in it or they prophesy it. Amen. Praise God. So get ready. Watch what He will say. So God's Word comes in what? If you are watching to, to see, that means what? It comes to you in a vision on the inside. Amen. You know, every year when I come up with the theme of the year, I also have to come up with the uh, video that you saw just now. And every year, like last year, the year of time and space, I saw on the inside. I pray first and I see on the inside. Amen. I see on the inside the, the three levels and the winding stairs. And I see even like the year of time and space, I see how to even put the words together. Even Hasid wisdom, you have the Hasid wisdom that makes the cross with the S in the center. When I receive Hazon vision, it has the same number of letters as Hasid wisdom. Hazon vision, it can make a cross. But however in the center where the S is for vision and Hazon Z, I find that now there's a clash between the Z and the S. So I prayed about it, you know, how to put, it, put them together. And I felt in my spirit, God wants me to put them together. So even in designs, God can help you. So I prayed and, and the Lord began to show me. I, I put on my notebook and I can show you the notebook of a lot of my design. I put a Z from her zone and I look at the S from vision and I put them together and you have the hourglass. And not only that, I began to see the hourglass spinning as part of the creative design before it comes to the standstill. I even saw that and all I got to do is just tell my creative team what I see and then they implement what I see. But I need to pray for them also because they need to see what I see. And they'll come back with me with different drafts and all that. But friend, I'm a pastor. I'm not a creative person. I'm not a designer. I never went to any school of arts or to any courses on this. But, but when I ask God for whatever area it is, I can ask God and God will, if it, you know, it is part of a, the plan of His kingdom. Amen. He wants to bless multitudes. He will give it to you. Amen. So even the design came from the Lord. But friend, this is the key. You need to ask God. You need to pray. Have you noticed that all the people that received the vision from the Lord, even uh, last week we talked about Peter on the rooftop and also uh, Cornelius in his house. They were all praying. It, it was while they were praying, they had a vision. While Peter was praying, he had a vision. While Cornelius was praying, he had a vision. Remember Saul before he was Paul? You know, God, God had a, you know, God, you know, stopped him from his, uh, his uh, daily assignment to capture, you know, Christians and throw them in prison and have some of them killed even. God stopped him on the road of, to Damascus. And then he was blinded for three days. And then God arrested a man called, uh, a, 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 a good, a righteous man, a, a believer by the name of Ananias. And God said to him, Ananias, there's a man called Saul and he's praying. This is what God said. There was a certain disciple at Damascus named Ananias and his name means the grace of God. Hananiah in the Hebrew. And the Lord said to him in a vision. So even for Hananiah, God said to him in a vision. And he said, here I, here I am, Lord. And the Lord said to him, arise and go to the street called Straight and inquire at the house of Judas for one called Saul of Tarsus. For behold, he is praying. And in a vision, he has seen a man named Ananias coming in. So, he is praying. So while he is praying, while Saul was praying, who became Paul later on, while Saul was praying, a vision came to him. Behold, he is praying and in a vision, he has seen a man named Hananiah coming in and putting his hand on him so that he might receive his sight. So Saul was praying and while he was praying, amen, he began to see. Now notice physically his eyes was blinded those three days. But spiritually, that's what I'm talking about, the Hazon vision. May God open the eyes of your heart, amen, to see what God wants you to see. 
the Hazon vision. He saw a man called Grace of God, which will be the calling of Paul's ministry. Amen. And when his eyes was open, even physically, the first person he saw was the grace of God, which should tell him the theme of his life. Amen. The calling for which he's called with a high calling. Amen. Is, the, is to proclaim the grace of God. Hallelujah. Amen. Now notice in Habakkuk, this is what it says. Habakkuk went, goes on to say, I'll watch to see what he'll say to me and what I'll answer when I'm corrected. Then the Lord answered me and said, write the vision and make it plain on tablets that he may run who reads it. Write the vision and the word vision here is chazon and make it plain on tablets that he may run who reads it. Remember I told you just now, as you seek the Lord, have a book ready. Amen. Even God gives you a picture, you can draw it or a verse or you know, God gives you a, a statement or whatever, you can write it down. Amen. So the book becomes like a spiritual journaling of your life. Amen. And you look back one day, I have, I have stacks of books where I journal before the Lord of, of many, many years. And sometimes it's just edifying for me. It's so uh, a faith building for me just to go back and see how faithful God has been. Amen. So write down what God shows you. If the writers of the Bible did not write down what God showed them, we won't have the Bible today. Everything was God breathed. They're all secretaries. Amen. They didn't, uh, uh, they didn't initiate those those words, it's from God, but they were all secretaries, they were all scribes, they wrote down what God said. Learn to write down. Be a young, the, young, the younger people today need to write down things. Amen? We, we have a generation previously that would write down things a lot, but today we have lost that generation. Amen? They only write things down when they are in school, in university, you know, but, but uh, if you write things down, you see, it is a form of no confidence in the flesh. You may say, I, I'll remember that, I'll remember that. But friend, that's confidence in the flesh. And many times you forget the very gem, the very vision, that very revelation that God has given you that will strengthen you in your times of, of depression, in your times of, you know, when you are feeling down and all that. And the word that's supposed uh, to encourage you, you forgot because you didn't write it down. But if you, at times I just go through my Bible, my white margin Bible to see what I, I've written on the side and it revives me again. I look at my exercise book and I see what I wrote inside there and, and, and there were things that I write that I, four years ago that I've forgotten. Don't forget, Satan comes to steal the word, Jesus said. Every time the, and the word there is in the form of vision. Amen. We see many times it comes in the form of vision. Satan comes to steal the word, the word of God. So write the vision down that he may run who reads it. What does that mean? Not only are you walking in the Spirit, you are running. Hallelujah. Amen. Make it plain. It says very clearly, write it down, make it plain on tablets. Isn't it interesting that today we are back to tablets again? Amen. Make it plain on tablets that he may run who reads it. Amen. It'll be clear to all. It'll be clear to the one who reads it. Amen. Especially you. Amen. You will, you will read it again and then you will run with it. You will run with it. Run is the idea of success. Amen. You will run with it. Hallelujah. Are you or someone you love in need of healing? Discover your practical guide to receiving God's health in this brand new Power Pack Teaching Kit by Joseph Prince as our thank you for your gift of any amount to the ministry. With these two easy-to-read booklets and special two-CD teaching series, you'll discover why the Holy Communion and Anointing Oil are God's ordained channels to break free from everything that's keeping you in defeat. You know how you get grain, how you get bread, how you get wine, how you get oil? It's all crushed. 
It's like the olive oil. If it's not crushed, the oil will not flow. It's like bread. Unless it is crushed, then you will not have bread. It is like wine. Unless the wine is, is broken and stepped upon and crushed, then it cannot become wine. So Jesus came to be crushed so that all that He is, health, life, wholeness, abundance, prosperity, grace, goodness, will all flow out into your lives. Gain a deeper understanding of why the Holy Communion is your way out of every crisis when you request the Jesus Makes Me Well package. Containing the Holy Communion brings life in your darkest hour to DVD album. These faith-building resources are yours for a specific gift to the ministry. To order, call us toll-free at 877-901-4300 or visit josephprince.org today. Pain, a negative doctor's report, anxieties, and even depression. You or someone you love may be facing one of these common enemies right now. But here's wonderful news. Healing doesn't have to be hard. God designed the communion to bring healing to your body. That is why I want to send you this easy-to-read resource completely free. It will encourage you, recharge your faith, and be a great blessing to you. In his breakthrough book, Eating Your Way to Wholeness, a practical guide to the Holy Communion, you can receive the reality that the Holy Communion is far more than a ritual. We have received many praise reports from believers around the world who have experienced the healing power of the Communion. I really want that for you too. Make sure you request this resource today. Call or click right now to request your free copy of Pastor Prince's Eating Your Way to Wholeness, a practical guide to the Holy Communion. Next on Joseph Prince. Love, just like a parent who loves a child who is very sick, if a parent can take that sickness upon himself, he would. Amen. But you don't have to because Jesus, that's how Jesus loved us so much that He took our diseases upon Himself. So if you see that disease on Him, that disease in your body starts to die. The moment, not later on, the moment you see that cancer on His body, that cancer begins to die. Now, listen, it dies like the, the, the fig tree is first cursed but it still looks green on the outside. It has the leaves, amen. Everything looks green, but it's dead on the inside already. The next day, when they pass by the fig tree, Peter calling to remembrance said, Master, the fig tree you cursed is now dried up. And it was dried up from the roots, the Bible says. So when it was first cursed, the roots start dying. So the root of your cancer, the root of your disease starts to die the moment you see your disease on the body of Jesus. Joseph Prince Ministries is a Section 501c3 nonprofit organization, and your gift is tax deductible for the amount that exceeds any fair market value of the materials you receive from us. 